to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Today, we have the Marshall family. Andrew, Crystal, and Olivia are all local entrepreneurs out of the Chesapeake area. If you've ever heard of brands such as Handy Andy Fixes, The Joy of Candle Company, Virginia Marketing and Media, Virginia Photos and Films, and Nomad Earth Design, that all came from the Marshall family. They are super wholesome. They homeschool their children, so they spend all of their time together, and that is why they have found the key to their success. They all work well together because they have always worked well together. Please welcome the Marshalls. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good. Where are you guys calling in from? We... We are actually in front of our house. This is our house studio, and this is where the tiny home is parked. So that's why we're here. Beautiful. Yes. That's so a- people come to the photos in front of it and stop by and honk and get information and whatever. So it's like a walking billboard. Oh, that's smart. So this is Olivia Joy. Hi. Hi. It's nice to meet you. She was so excited. Be on this. It's so and nice. Noah, he's five. Hi, Noah. Hello. Hello. And Caleb, where'd you go? Right here. Sit right here. Yeah. No school. <laughs> Welcome to our crazy life. There you go. <laughs> it's nice to meet everybody. I saw that you posted your blog about your journey recently. Would you be able to recap that for me? Yes. Do you want to? Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) I didn't write the blog. I read it to you. So you know, anyway, so Andrew right here, he, um, we had a loss of a job in 2020 and we have three kids and we homeschool. So we're like, what are we going to do? Caleb, go play at the park. So, as you can see, it's a little crazy. So, we decided to be creative and use some of the skill sets that we have. Andrew originally went to seminary, so it's really hard to find work in 2020 when you're when you're basically in ministry or invited. And I have a master's in education, and I wasn't about to go into the school system uh, when I was a homeschool mom. So, we had to really think outside the box and be creative and figure out what we were going to do to provide for our family. So we basically just went on Facebook and said, hey, does anybody have little odd jobs around the house, um, dishwashers to fix? I think that was your first job was a dishwasher, fridges to fix, anything, anything that we could get, we said yes to. And then that turned into specialty things like building tables, building furniture, building shelves. Um, and then tell them about our camping trip that we went on, Dad. Yeah, so we went camping in October, and 
Crystal didn't really enjoy being cold in a tent <laughs> and uncomfortable. I didn't mind because I just like camping anytime, anywhere. And so she said, I'll go camping, Andrew, but I need to be a little more comfortable and maybe we get an RV. And it needs to feel like glamping. It needs to feel like glamping. <laughs> so we start looking into RVs, but then she added another stipulation. I want the RV to be photogenic. And I'm like, RVs aren't photogenic. They're ugly. <laughs> None of them. Unless you get an Airstream, which are super expensive, or you get a vintage one, but you end up gutting the whole thing and redoing and doing a lot of work. So I've always enjoyed watching videos and reading information about the tiny home movement. So I thought, let's let's make a camper for ourselves yes. and do like a tiny home type thing. Yes. We actually and so we built this. Right behind. beautiful. So anyway, and then that turned into, um, well, if we're already building a tiny home business and a home renovation business. I've been self-employed doing marketing and photography for 10 years. I said, Olivia, now you're 10, boo. Time for you to get busy and get to work. Go start a business, right? Because um, we homeschool. So like, it's a lot of good things that we're learning while we're building a business, marketing, and how to take photos and how to do coffee and a lot of these uh, skill sets that we are learning. So tell her all about what you're learning and what you're doing and how you started. I started when my dad taught me how to make a candle. I wanted to start a business with it because I was like, it's like playing with gooey, very gooey slime. <laughs> Love slime. So we thought wax and candles might be a good thing to uh, play around with. And when I get older, I want to play with the recipe. She wants to start resin, doing resin stuff. Ooh, that sounds exciting. A whole nother thing. So tell her what you're working on. What are some scents you're working on? I'm working on like citronella, lavender, rosemary, cinnamon sticks. Um, this one, the citronella one, was pink color. And it has a little bit coffee on top. From my last one, I did a coffee one. Awesome. And I made that one earlier today. It's lavender. And it's lavender and coffee. Ooh. Lavender and coffee? That's yep. like my favorite latte. Yeah, it's a very funny combination. Oh and my This goodness. one is out of a tea container. I love that you all reclaim everything. That's so wonderful. Yes, which is what which is what our mission statement is: is reclaim. It's well, to me, it's whatever. Show flipping. <laughs> but um, tell her why we do reclaim materials. Because it's cheaper, it's free, and some of the stuff is just good. Like, it just gets to the environment. We don't have to buy all this stuff. Kayla, <laughs> tell her how you pulled out your pull out your uh, reclaimed table. Go pull it out. Ooh. Show her. All right. So, do you all go on an adventures trying to source your materials? 
Tell her what, how do we, how do we find okay. our materials? materials? This is how we found the materials for this table that Caleb's going to show you in a moment. Okay. Uh, one of my customers works for a food shipping company and they have a bunch of trucks that come in and they have a lot of pallet boards. So I kind of have an unlimited supply of pallet boards. Wow. So we take these pallet boards. I got my kids to learn how to use a hammer. They take them apart, hammer out the nails, and we can use the wood for other projects. Nice. Or keep the pallet together and make this table. Ooh. All right, Caleb, show this little table off. All right. So we took a pallet board, cut it in half, and stained the different pieces. And then the next step is we're going to add some legs to the bottom of it. Okay. Um, we we have a, a finished one, I'm sure on our website or somewhere, but we use it as a coffee table right now. And it's cool because he was able to do it and he's 10, he's not 10, I'm sorry, he's seven years old <laughs> and he was using a hammer, putting it together. You guys are so resourceful. That's so awesome. We try. We're just uh, trying to be creative. I know that we have to think outside the box because we are homeschooled. And so I vowed not to put the kids on a big eight to 10 hour school schedule where we're staring at a screen for so long. And so I'm trying to think of creative ways we can use our hands and we can create things, um, real life experience. So that's important to us. So funny story about these jars. We actually went to the Walmart and we found like 12 jars jars for $90, which was a really good price. And they're like big ones too. Nice. Beautiful. And we also get jars from the Dollar Tree. Sometimes we go to the Dollar Tree. Yes, there we do. you go. Excellent. So have you always been based in Virginia? Yes. Yeah, most of our lives. Um, you can talk about where you so I, I grew up in Alexandria, Virginia. Andrew grew up in Virginia Beach. Okay. We met in Lynchburg. Lynchburg is beautiful. It's really expensive to live in Virginia, uh, it's in Northern Virginia where I'm from. So we decided to raise a family in coastal Virginia because it's, it's a lot of things to do. There's lots of hands-on stuff in nature and hiking trails all around us. And so we love that. So. But something really cool and unique is that we were both born in Japan. What? And I'm half Japanese. My dad met my mom in the Navy, and her dad was in the military, in the Marines, I think, at that time. Yes. And he was um, stationed in um, Okinawa. Oh, wow. So it was cool that we're both from Japan. Small <laughs> world, right? That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, we actually we grabbed one of the tables so you I can love, see. I wanted to show you oh, That's his nice. Caleb, hey, show her you can. Wow. So there's a table he built. Work. Do you guys craft the legs too? Uh, no, we don't make the legs. We had to order those. Okay. The hairpin leg. I might be able to get so, you got... with somebody who does iron work. Oh, I have a friend who does metal working. I haven't. Like gone through that process of making those connections yet and yeah. asking him hey make these for us right <laughs> and you can buy them online for 20 bucks we're like we can do that right now exactly for flipping definitely so how long did it take you to build the 
the wagon. The wagon. We started in November, and I think I finished it in February. So it was like four months, but I was working on nights and weekends. So it could have taken us like taken us like two or one month. It would have been one month of work if I worked eight-hour days, five days a week. Wow. So I think I can build one in a month. Which we are going to have to. I would like to. Once, <laughs> once I sell one to somebody and they order it, I'll, I'll, I'll know if I can build it in a month. <laughs> yep. That's exciting. Are you solely based out of where you're parked right now? Or do you have like a wood shop situation? Where do you, where's your workstation, I guess? We, right now I work out of my backyard. Um, I was parking the trailer on this concrete slab next to our photo studio and i i put this like car tent over it just to have some shelter i just purchased a a bigger tent that's like a garage size so that's what i'll be working in yep my backyard but everything you see on the website is built on our property olivia banks everything on on at her a little office she has an office That's so no, awesome. it's actually your guys' office. I just shared half yeah, of she it. She took over our office <laughs> with all of her stuff. And then I work from home full time. I have my own photo studio in my backyard, which is a converted garage space that Andrew built, custom built for me. So you guys are and so actually cool. when my dad makes his own workshop, I'm going to take his workshop and use it as my canvas. Yes. All right. What's your favorite scent? Probably apple cinnamon or beach rose because I smell really good. Ooh. One of them I made has grounded cinnamon, cinnamon sticks, and red color and apple cinnamon scent. Ooh, that yeah. sounds beautiful. She's gonna show you. Okay, She's thank you. Red color, cinnamon sticks on top, and grounded cinnamon. That is so cool. I'm gonna have to get some for the holidays. It sounds like you've got a scent for like every season. Pretty much. Yeah, well, I started actually in like March. But what she's saying is you have some Christmas flavors already. Yeah. That's awesome. Are you gonna do anything for Halloween? Well, I was thinking you could use like Black some candles, orange candles. Yeah, I was thinking it would be a good thing if they had something calls and it was bumpy because it could be for Halloween. So it's like, Why bother? Maybe oh, I have Now I need to think through this because what is very Halloween-y? Candy Pumpkin. corn. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Pumpkins, yeah. Candy corn, ooh. Candy corn, candy corn on top, and maybe you do like, with like drips on the side. Ooh, yeah. What if we put a real pumpkin and put a candle in a real pumpkin? Ooh, that actually sounds really good. That's a neat. I already saw. I already thought of doing for summer. You like take a bucket of um sand, mm-hmm. make a hole in the middle with a, just a random jar, and put some wax in. Let it cool down. When you take it out, just dig it out. And there could be some sand inside with shells, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be like a wave. Anyway, she is overflowing with ideas. I love that. <laughs> and so let's just say Dollar Tree is our second home. <laughs> I know Uncle what you Bible, mean. 
and especially since it's like a Dollar Tree Plus at where our house, um, the Dollar Tree uh, house is, it's even cooler. There's like pillows there. That's true. <laughs> you like slime, right? Oh my gosh, you love slime. <laughs> I love slime. That would be a great one to do, like a green toxic slime. People make that as a business. They you do slime like as a business. Bubbly That's and it with lots and lots of glitter. <laughs> Everything glitter. Everything. Oh, I don't I so the reason why I thought of the glitter, I saw a video they put glitter on top. And I'm like, not just on top. They should have on the whole thing. Yep. <laughs> the one one of them is like green put glitter like all these different kinds of glitter and it looks like green toxic witch porridge or something. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the flavor that's the flavor toxic yep. wick witch porridge yep <laughs> that that's a, put that in the in the website <laughs> yeah well i actually gave it to my friend actually well then we gotta make another one <laughs> and it's actually out of like a glass container and it's just green cocoa coloring like maybe a vanilla scent because the vanilla thing real, smells really good. Oh, I said taste. <laughs> I taste it. So as you can see, it gets a little crazy around here <laughs> with all this stuff going on. So I hear you. It's amazing that you're able to juggle everything. It is a juggle for sure. I at one corner of the house, I'm redoing a couch for my church. In another corner of the house, we have candle stuff everywhere and another <laughs> corner of the house is pallet boards stacked to the ceiling another corner of the house we have fabric we have crafts so. and another corner of the house is rooms rooms and of course we have to live <laughs> <laughs> we have to live here <laughs> so it, it does make it interesting when people come over i'm just like just throw the fabric just find a place to sit <laughs> and it's funny how whenever we try to clean the kitchen, it just gets messy again. Oh how? my gosh, Olivia, you're telling me. <laughs> Once yeah. one place gets clean, and it's usually the my job to clean the whole entire kitchen. Yep. Yep. Well, that's good. You guys have delegated responsibilities. I love it. You guys, we we have. I can't survive, girl. Like I'd be doing dishes all day if I didn't say, "Okay, Caleb, it's your turn to clean. Olivia, it's your turn to do whatever." That's not the turn. It's my job. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like you guys spend a lot of time outside. Do you have any favorite nature trails or favorite areas that you like to go to? Um, It has to depend because some of them are different. I don't like the arboretum during the summertime. One time, the whole time I was just slapping myself because there were so many mosquitoes. What about your favorite place, like the beach? Do you like the beach? Yeah. Okay. Do you like like camping? Camping's fun, except when it's freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot of time outside. I tra- Well, I grew up in the '80s, and um, I mean, we were outside all the time. Okay, so for me, it's a priority for me. I need to have, the, if it, the weather's nice, I need to have the kids outside for at least an hour to two hours minimum because, I don't know, I grew, I grew up pretty much outside. I did sports outside, and I like, uh, commun- I you know, commuting with I nature, have, hanging I, out, relaxing. I do not know why you like sports. They're so boring. I don't, I'm not good at any sports. <laughs> 
I'm kind of the same way, but I do like to swim and I like biking. Yes, we love to hike. Yeah. We love to go biking. We like biking. Yeah. But no canoeing. I'm trying to learn on a five-hour um, canoeing thing. And the only fun thing was picking up algae. <laughs> you have the whole trail of just algae. Girl, you, like you will thank me yeah, later. You weren't there to do this like a daddy man trip. Daddy girl trip. <laughs> As you can see, it is uh, fun. Me and her <laughs> very much. <laughs> we do look like twins. She's like my twin, but like my opposite twin. Right. <laughs> That's me and my mom too. We look the same, but we're totally different. Totally different. She likes chores. I don't. <laughs> Somebody has to get it done. Exactly. Exactly. How do you recognize someone from Virginia or, you know, Chesapeake? Because people have different ways of expressing themselves. So it's a lot of like verbal things. Hmm. Like remember, this podcast is from Virginia. So it's all people from Virginia. So how would you recognize some, Like, how would you tell people about Virginia or recognize? I'm not sure. For me, the thing that I laugh about Virginia is the weather. Like right now it's 95. Yesterday it was 65. I had the heat on two days ago. I have the air conditioning on today. I just put down my winter stuff. I just pulled out my winter coat this morning. It's so bipolar. <laughs> so you would say you would probably have multiple layers on you. At yes. Yes. Or, or I could, I, I could so see it was like, funny. What? it was freezing cold this morning. And then later today it was like 90 and we played in the hopes. It's true. <laughs> so I think maybe if I saw someone's like closet, it'd be like all of their stuff was out multiple seasons of this. Um, Cause you really don't know. I mean, but in the winter time, I appreciate that about Virginia because in the winter time, it can be 65 during Christmas morning, but then, you know, January, it's cold. But at least you have some type of reprieve. It didn't snow until, like, January 1st. Right. So I do appreciate that about Virginia because, man, if it was nine months of cold, cold, cold like Michigan, I would not. I would die. Yeah. It's a lot warmer here than northern Virginia. So was there any kind of adjustment there coming from it being a more snowy area? I think, I think I like living in this area because the traffic isn't as bad. I know people think the traffic is bad here, but compared to, because I'm eight miles from D.C. My mom lives eight miles from D.C. and I oh, went to yeah. West Virginia High School. So, like, that is some bad traffic. So, like, the road shut down if there's a police escort, if there's a protest, if there's anything, uh, president comes into town, whatever it is. So, um, that is... I am used to that traffic, so when people come here, I'm like, oh, this is Hickville. This is nothing. This is country, <laughs> you know? So, well, uh, you can have right next to Norfolk, so like one of the most naval shipyards in one, almost. Yeah, we yes. do. We live, we live near uh, Norfolk. We live 10 minutes from Norfolk, so um, like right off the highway, which is why you hear all the cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Literally. Oh. There's a highway yep. right there. There's literally a highway next to her house. Oh. So. Olivia, what were you saying about the naval shipyard? Uh, it's like one of the biggest in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's cool, though. We like visiting all the historic places. We have lots of memberships, too. My favorite one is the uh, Parliament and the 
Aaron, sneeze, museum. They have a new gallery and it's so fun. We do a lot of the, the museum memberships in Jamestown and stuff like that. So. That's great. What was your favorite part about the Air and Space Museum? Probably like the art gallery. There's lots of video games. One of them you can make like a black hole. So there's a giant iPad that's like 10 feet big and it's all tight. <laughs> and it's like on the floor kind of situation. And you can, there's a game on there that you can what? You, ha you Like there's different planets, like a dwarf planet, a regular planet. A sun, a blue sun, a blue giant. There's so many. Okay. And one time I made a huge black hole that blew up the whole bird. That means you won the game. So I basically, because they're there for like an hour on this giant iPad, I literally just pull up a lawn chair and sit there because I'm. they're not going to move. They're just going to sit there for an hour. <laughs> I can get so much work. That's awesome. I just bring my laptop. So it sounds like you end up doing a lot of remote work, right? I do. Oh my God, I live on my phone, girl. And it, it's annoying, but I'm able to do work with my kids and go to parks and answer emails and be outside with them while doing content creation. So, But you said you would throw your phone out the window. If I could. If I could, if I could run successful businesses with no technology and no social media, I would. Throw! Oh Amen. But that means the technology, I can't make a candle out of that. That's true. <laughs> so I do have a love-hate relationship with my phone. Obviously, it, it brings in the business. Mm -hmm. uh, but but if I just, if I never need to post another TikTok video, I would. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's, it's a smartphone, but it ends up being a lot less smart than you, you need it to be, yeah. especially when you're in yeah. a hurry. So where are yeah. some of your f f most favorite places to do remote work? Oh, jeez. I'm gonna go outside. Uh, uh, probably my car. <laughs> <laughs> what my favorite thing to do is so I, I'm very like on the kids about scheduling and time because we have to juggle so much. So I'll set um, an oven timer all the time. I'll be like, hey, you guys have 30 minutes to get your work done, to get your thing, whatever shoes on, toothbrush. I'm going to be in the car, on my phone, ready to go answering emails. So I expect when the timer goes off, everybody's in the car. And so that way I know, they know when the timer goes off, I'm right in the driveway in my car. <laughs> She's doing work. You I'm just doing work. my work. You even, you even work when it's, when you're off of work. It's true. <laughs> the work is never done. The work is never done. And and you're going to laugh, but when you're a mom of three kids, and I've been doing this for 10 years, so like I've been a remote self-employed worker for 10 years doing marketing, media content for businesses, whatever I can get. And honestly, if the weather's bad and my car's cold, I'm in the bathroom with the door closed. <laughs> It's and true. I'm telling you, my when I'm on a Zoom chat, they're like, it's so echoey in here. And I'm like, nope, it's not echoey at all. It sounds great to me. <laughs> I have been there. I know what you mean. It's a struggle. Yep, but you it make is. It, and that's awesome. You know. But that's why I coach people a lot. I coach a lot of entrepreneurs. And I'm like, they're like, we can never find time to post. We can't find time to do this. And I'm like, you just make time, girl. Like, set it a lot early. You even say stuff on the phone like, what I do, I just poop and post. <laughs> Double P's. <laughs> that is they totally just get away my <laughs> I say I'm getting.
now. <laughs> if you don't want me to include it, I won't. But that is so relatable. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I'm so over it. I, I think it. it's good use of time management. Okay, we're gonna say that it's true. Well, you actually have most of your phone calls in the bathroom or in the car when you're driving. <laughs> I have to say, though, it's so amazing that you're able to get privacy, even in the bathroom, being a mom of three. That's incredible. You know, girl, it's been, it's been a journey, but I decided, so I, I was a teacher. I decided to stay home with her full time when she was born because daycare is like, no joke, expensive. And so I was like, well, I'm alone, I'm home, what can I do? Uh, what skill sets can I teach myself? So I literally just taught myself how to do photo, video, editing, website, social media, marketing, logos, everything, like you name it. So I taught myself all that from home. So I've literally been in quarantine for 10 years. Might as well learn, teach yourself some stuff, YouTube, whatever. Um, and then that's basically part of the story is when my husband was, was unemployed from the church he was at, I was like, well, I've been building businesses for 10 years. Here's your LLC. Here's your website. Here's your logo. Here's your strategy. Let's go. So within one month, he was full-time. Because he already knew some of the people. Yep. And so I already knew all the connections and had built a whole social media connection online with all these people. Because I, all I do is stay on social media all the time because I can't leave my house. So <laughs> it's always funny. Whenever we wake up, one time we were about to go to our grandma's house. And when I woke up. Our cat just attacked my leg. <laughs> what is that? To do? I don't know, but it just came to me. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, that I think that's part of having just that <laughs> hustle mindset and like creative mindset. And like, well, when COVID happened, it didn't really change any of our lifestyle because I was at home with three kids since the beginning. And so we were already doing everything that we needed to do. We already had a home business. So we just kind of emphasized that more. And we're able to, to do some good stuff. So I'm excited. That's fantastic. So you're really instilling that self-starter entrepreneurial mindset in your kids. And that's amazing. Yes. So young. And her grandma, my mom, my mom only has a high school education. Um, never went to college. But she was always a really good self-starter and just taught herself a lot of stuff and so now she works as an event planner for the supreme court and she literally just worked her way up wow. and worked really hard and she's working with justices she's like no big deal i just picked up sandra day o'connor from the airport no big i'm like yeah, I <laughs> so so cool. I'm raised by a superwoman with super awesome creative powers and so she taught me a lot of just getting in there and getting it dirty and working hard air conditioning place that's where true. she got called on the phone yes she did she was really anyway that's a whole nother side story but um <laughs> i i do appreciate that self-starter mindset and the creative mindset that i do want to pass on to the kids and i feel like in 2020 if you don't have that kind of critical thinking skills and that you can think beyond and outside of the box and how do we make things happen even though things are shutting down you're not going to survive as a you know 21st century worker, student, whoever. And so I'm, I'm a big proponent of that. We have one acre. We have like multiple photo studio murals. We have the wagon. I mean, it's like a whole living museum basically of our creativity and work. So come out. I would love to.
have a barbecue. That's what we like to do. Okay. <laughs> we can also teach you our favorite game. It's called Coop. Yeah. We actually... We thought it was like the history to a Viking game, but it's not true. Oh my god, let her talk. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> it's okay. Um, what are the next plans for your businesses, respectively? What's your next goal? Convert my business to a making resin stuff. It looks really cool. Awesome. She wants to learn resin. Okay. And I want to be an engineer when I grow up. She wants to be an engineer. That's beautiful. We need more STEM ladies in in the program. Ooh. And tell her why you like the Air and Space Museum, why you like being an engineer. Because I like building, and whenever I have enough money to buy something, I always go straight to the Lego sets for this building. It's very Well, you, you connected with the Air and Space Museum because of Katherine Johnson from, yeah. the, from the movie Hidden Figures, which is what inspired her to do engineering and technology and all that. And I'm also very good at that's so great to hear. I love yes. that. That's amazing. Yes. We're really into the hands-on aspect and the and the um definitely technology engineering here. So. I actually had to skip a couple grades to be in math. That was she so is. Good. She's two grades level ahead in math. I we're in algebra now. I'm dying. <laughs> wow. I'm like, I might need to sign you up for college or something. Like, I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> That's so great. I'll probably be in high school when they turn 12. You never know, girl. Could happen. Or 11. It could, it could happen. We don't know. Um, for me and my husband, because of the wagon and because of the marketing of the wagon, we have a mobile boutique coming up this summer for um, a local uh, business that wants to build a trailer mobile boutique. So we're going to convert a trailer unit into her pop-up shop. Wow. Um, we have Mercy Drops organization, which is from Virginia Beach. They were just in the pilot and they asked us to build them a trailer to take to homeless shelters for people to do showers on, on the job. Uh, or on the shelter site. Um, so we're getting the trailer this weekend for a 15-foot shower trailer for that. That's going to be fine. 15-foot bigger than the actual tiny one. Yep. So, you know, no big deal. My mom's watching the kids for our, thir- was it, thir- I don't even know how long we've been married. We've been, we got married in 2008. This is your Okay, 13 years of marriage. Our anniversary, my mom's taking the kids for our anniversary. Guess what we're doing, girl? We're building the dang shower trailer because that's how you make it work. That's romantic, though. You make it, work. it was funny. So, on your tenth anniversary, what you went to the Universal Studio, Universal, Universal, Universal Studios, and all you guys did all week was just maybe check out some other rides and play video games all that's week. That's true, though. And my dad beat my dad beat the um, Link Zelda. The, the Lyle in anywho, like two weeks. anywho, like, <laughs> and I think that's what what I feel like, honestly, because everything in our life is so interwoven together that it's not just like, oh, I'm married, oh, I have kids, oh, it's like we're interweaving every single thing together, and so our marriage is a very big part of our family, which is part of our business, which is part of our life. <laughs> that's but there's no separation. There's no like box one it's all spaghetti <laughs> at this point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 
that's how we celebrate anniversary go build stuff <laughs> and you're giving back that's a, that's just wonderful i love it you oh know. look at that a tiny home just past our house how cool is that they waved at us yeah. Do you want to do engineering more for space, or probably like maybe like an inventor kind of thing, because I can be like a scientist and an engineer at the same time, and, and I can invent stuff that's in for people that need stuff, and also like, tell it your cool idea you've had for a long time. Well, you know, in hospitals, out it's hard for them to get people out to use the bathroom. Yeah. A, um, a bed that you press a button and it opens a hole so they can pee. They that that would be so much more convenient. <laughs> I mean, if we wouldn't have to have a bedpan all the time, it would actually be really practical. Yeah, that is true. And you could use. You know, when you're trying to go to sleep and you have to use the bathroom, it wakes you up. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so she. You came up with that when you were like seven or something. Yep, seven. I knew you and I was seven. You guys are so innovative. That's amazing. Well, if you ever see a bed toilet, you know. <laughs> I'm sure it would catch on. If you ever see us on Shark Tank, that's what we're going to be making. <laughs> I love it. It's a great idea. Do you have any final messages for our listeners? Well, when COVID started, it. Is all these people were just sitting on their butt and not doing anything. And I'm the, and I actually started the business when I'm only ten. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. And and one of our dad's friends, they asked him to pressure wash, and he didn't want to do it. And I actually came on the job with my dad. And we paid to pressure wash with him. All yep. right. Yep. Very handy. Hard work is. Hard work is a big value in this family. And if there's work to be done right after this that we're doing now, she's going to be mowing the lawn. That's what, what? she's doing. You told me that. Tomorrow. It's starting to cool down outside. You'll want to do it before it gets rainy anyway. There you go. See, there you go. She- I'll do it after the raining. So that means I don't want to do it raining. <laughs> Well, it's been really nice talking with you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you guys soon.